0: Hello, and welcome to Business Talk, brought to you by Business West and sponsored by People's Bank. Hi, I'm Chris Kellogg from the Kellogg Crew Morning Show on 94.7 WMAS, and I'd like to introduce our host of Business Talk this week. She's the associate publisher of Business West. Here is Kate Campedi. Welcome to Business Talk. I'm Kate Campedi, associate publisher of Business West. I'm filling in for George O'Brien today, and we'll be talking with Emily Leonczyk from the Markins Group, excited to be talking with her. But first, we'll hear a message from our sponsor, People's Bank. Thank you for listening to the Business Talk podcast, sponsored by People's Bank, bringing you the best in business experts, entrepreneurs, and evangelists. Make Business Talk your innovation break for ideas and inspiration. People's Bank, where commercial banking can fuel your growth and make work life easier. Member FDIC, DIF equal housing lender. Bank at peoples.com slash business. Okay, We're back. Hello, Emily. Um, Thank you for joining us today. We're talking with Emily Leonzik from the Markins Group. And um, Emily, how are you?
1: I'm great. Thanks, Kate. Thanks so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. And we're excited to have
0: you. So to start us off, tell us a little bit about the Markins Group. Yeah, so the Markins Group
1: is an association management company, and a lot of people don't know what that is. Um, Speaking of networking, your eyes often glaze over when I say we are an association management group, (laughs) Uh, but we have been in business for about 35 years, and what we do is we serve member-driven organizations. Uh, So we provide specialized expertise uh, for Chambers like the Springfield Regional Chamber, Trade or Manufacturing Association, Medical and Professional Society. So any any type of organization, uh, not-for-profit that's uh, driven by members, we serve them and we provide uh, specialized service, like I said, in all areas of association management. We we approach it with a a business discipline and strategic facilitation. Uh, We have a team of administrators, executive directors, marketing communication specialists, graphic designers, meeting planners, benchmarking analysts and and everything else in between. And so tell
0: me how did when when the markets group started did it begin working is is the first clients that you had working with the associations?
1: Yeah. So, so 35 years ago, our our founder and owner Ben Markins uh, began working with one single association, uh, the Paperboard Packaging Council. And uh, the the story goes that that he thought he developed the association management company model, uh, and and said, "Hey, I I can provide you with uh, service, and I can increase your profits. Uh, let me manage you." And and what he came to find out is that he could do that very successfully again using that. Business discipline to to run the organization and help it thrive and connect um, the members across the country. Um, and what he discovered is that this is a model that works. And it, you know it's kind of an, a niche um, offering, uh, but there are many other AMCs like ours uh, across the country. So it started it started with one organization in particular, and today we have uh, fifteen clients that that we work with um, locally and nationally. That's
0: exciting. And so what do you think that the biggest benefit is that those clients, what's their pain point and why they're coming to you?
1: Yeah. So so typically it's about member engagement and who are our members and what is the value proposition uh, for our members. And so we help uh, take a look at that for them through strategy and working with their board of directors and, and really identifying who is your target audience and what do they want and what is the pain point of your members? So that's different uh, for different organizations, a chamber, you know, a lot of that is, is networking advocacy Um, for a trade group. That might be learning benchmarking Um, again, networking, networking seems to be a common theme uh, because we all really want to build community.
0: So speaking of networking, that brings us to our, uh, focused today, we're talking about networking and business networking. And so, Emily, how long have you been with the Markins Group?
1: I have been with them for four years.
0: And and prior to um, your position, and and what is your position with the Markins Group? I'm the executive vice president. And are you mostly focused on on helping the member organizations? increase their networking opportunities? What What's your role?
1: Yeah, so, m- so my role is multifaceted. I am responsible at the end of the day to make sure that we are delivering to our association clients and that our team is following best practices. We are an accredited firm, which is really important to us. So we follow a set of standards and practices um, to be able to deliver the, the best of the best service to our association clients. So um, I'm responsible for the, the delivery, those partnerships, continuous improvement, um, but I I think that my my most important job is really the the team management and making sure that there is accountability and harmony and that we are um, leading and promoting our uh, organization of of really talented folks um, to serve and grow and work together. Uh, We we call our clients partners. So I think it's really important for us that we have um, a team of folks uh, who feel really well supported and really well empowered uh, to, to serve well. Um, have fun while doing it, grow in their role, and uh, we think that that partnership with our association clients is is the secret sauce to to working together and um, creating thriving communities through our work together. And part
0: of growing um, business and and doing business is that networking piece. And some people are super comfortable with it, and others mm-hmm. um, find it a little bit, uh, I guess, intimidating. Yeah. So what advice would you give to the, to that wallflower individual if they're walking into a room and how they do networking um, versus someone who is more outgoing? What
1: What's the different approaches that you advise? Yeah, absolutely. And so I, I would say that it starts with um, selecting where you're walking into, right? So, so picking the association that you're, that you're that you're working with, or the networking event, um, is really important. Finding the best meeting where you're going to be surrounded by the folks that you are looking to network with, and then you know the the responsibility of networking is on the association, it's on the organization to create an experience uh, that lends itself really nicely for for folks to feel comfortable walking in. But the onus is really on the individual, and I, and I would say that meetings are back. People, people want to connect and it can be scary um, for for the wallflower who normally is a wallflower. And we have found that it can be scary for, for folks who have been in maybe a world of isolation for the last couple of years to come back. But I would say that... Um, what's really important is to walk in with an open heart and a a genuine interest in getting to know the individuals in the room and and recognizing that everybody might be a little nervous. Um, My, my best tips uh, are, are having some, Questions prepared, lined up. You know, I I would ask you, Kate. You know, I what do you do? What what's the most fun part of your day? What what do you? Um, what are the biggest challenges that are facing your industry? You know, having a set of questions that you can kind of go back to if you feel a little nervous or a little uncomfortable, so you can break the ice, and then um, you know the basics of just listening asking questions and being genuinely interested um i i think that by being open to dialogue i always like to come in and i'll and i'll share a little anecdote uh about what i whatever i have going on in my life you know oh we just got um uh Recertified for a great place to work at the Markins Group. It's something that we're really proud of, and uh, the way that we that we are a great place to work is uh, we're we're hosting a an upcoming event. What kind of things do you, are you doing in your organization? And so um, those can be kind of a, a little bit canned, but it can lead into finding those common interests and those commonalities, and leveraging you know the the space where you're doing some networking to find to find friends and to find connections and. All Ultimately, um, you know, we're we're seeing this kind of generational shift of um, gone are the days that that people are showing up to networking events. Um, Because they have to, and they're much more showing up to networking events because they want to and they want to create community. And so I I think it's, um, I think it's really important to walk in with an open heart looking for connections and friendships and uh, interesting ways that you can keep the conversation going outside of uh, that networking event. Um, And then my next tip is follow up leverage LinkedIn, send an email, you know, make sure that you create that connection and, and keep it going. And um, not only can it lead to uh, profound um, connections for networking, professional career advancement, um, but I think it's just really important for all of us to continue to create community.
0: I would agree with that. And I think one thing that has helped for, for me is is when you I I like the approach of having that open heart Um, and just an open mind and just speaking to people and with them and not at them. And so you're just engaging people at where they're at. So some people are very comfortable connecting on a personal level. Others are more comfortable talking more about business and so kind of figuring out where that conversation flows and moving with it I think that that's important and and I love that you say the listening piece um, because you learn a lot if if you listen to people Mm -hmm. and I and I think you know people do business with people they know like and trust and so there is some of that the human interest part of of who we are Mm -hmm. and what motivates us Um, and and it's Certainly, business is important, but life outside of business is important, and people yeah. will connect in that way as well. Um, for what you're doing, do you have advice that you give? Are you working with a lot of young professionals? Or are you working with um, seasoned professionals? Is it across the board?
1: Yeah, so uh, w- across the board, we have we have all we have all types. Um, in groups. But I I will say that one of the common themes that is coming up, no matter whether it's the Springfield Regional Chamber or New England Financial Marketing Association, uh, the conversation around how do we engage the next generation? It keeps coming up. How do we bring in diversity of thought? And um, how do we how do we inspire folks to step outside of their nine to five. And, you know, I think there's a, there's definitely a generational shift where this idea that you show up to networking events, um, because it's the right thing to do, uh, because you should do it outside of normal working hours. It, um, isn't quite enough uh, of a pitch to get that next generation to show up. And so it's really important, um, For folks to think that there is something compelling. There's a reason why they want to show up. That might be uh, information for their job, you know, a training series. You need to be able to show up and find out. These practices that are going on in your industry, you're going to walk away with real life, uh, you know, practical applications to your to your job. So that's really important from a, from an association perspective, um, delivering meetings that have have content and have meaning and have training um, and that networking piece goes hand in hand. So curating those experiences so that people have time uh, to naturally connect and ask questions and and Kate, to your point, um, listen and and find those meaningful connections. And whether it's you're, you're more comfortable to talk about work or you're more comfortable to talk about, you know, what's going on in your personal life, um, being able to create some opportunity outside of those training, uh, those training paths to, Bump into somebody. We always say this: bump into somebody at the buffet line and say, "Oh, you, you know, what are you getting there? Oh, where do you work from? Oh, I know this." Uh, and and being able to kind of create those spontaneous um, connections, it's really important, and it and it makes for um, a, a just a more genuine experience.
0: Thank you, Emily. Um, we're talking with Emily Leonzik from the Markins Group, and we want to thank our sponsor, People's Bank, for supporting us in in our Business Talk series. Emily, when you're working with the clients, are you seeing um, more of these meetings happening during the daytime, during business hours? Are they happening after um, hours before work starts? Where where are you seeing some of those opportunities?
1: every everything in all of the above and I and I think that's that's one of the shifts as well is um coming out of all virtual meetings I think that there's definitely um there's definitely a world for virtual meetings virtual trainings particularly um the the next generation want to have access to that opportunity um but I can tell you that we've seen morning you know morning hours starting at 7 30 they're they're really successful happy hours happening at 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 five o'clock um, they're successful for a different group we've seen lunchtime hours and i and I think that, Um, It's important to note that not one audience is the same and it's important to do some trial and error. So, you know, we, we work with a lot of our clients and say, let's, let's try this, you know, this quarter, let's try something different the next quarter, surveying, getting information. uh, You know, we, we stay on top of kind of trends across the country, which is really important to, to find out, you know, what, what are other folks doing? Where are they being successful? You know, is it a two-day conference? Is it a three-day conference? or is it, is it just a, a, an evening uh, dinner series? So I, I don't think that there's a one size fits all. I think it's really important to um, understand your audience survey. Um, the other component that I think is really important and, and interesting um, kind of another angle too to to get involved and make networking a little bit easier is that um, our our not for profit groups really rely on volunteers and so being able to get involved in a committee that you're interested in and have um, your voice be heard in terms of planning the time, the location, the speaker selection, the the uh, you know education track, the networking events. Um, not only can can you kind of help shift and shape what the meetings will look like and how do you set up networking events, but it's really a nice time to come get involved and to meet other folks. Um, and, and we're seeing a lot of, um, you know, volunteer participation, um, come through and that, that can be a really interesting way to show up and you have something to do and you have a reason to gather and you've got an agenda and in between you can create really meaningful, really meaningful, um, relationship. So I I would suggest any folks who are wondering how do where do I even start? You know, find find that association or or chamber or not for profit that seems really interested to you and and reach out to the leadership and find out if there's a an opportunity to get involved in a committee um, for a multitude of reasons and also because it's it's the right thing and, and that's how we all continue to build community.
0: That is so important, and you're right. That's a great icebreaker for people who uh, just want a way to to be able to break into the networking, um, the art of networking, and just to make some more connections in the community. Because then you're bringing people together who have different backgrounds, who are working at different uh, businesses. I think it's important, particularly for, well, I, I would say, for every generation, but certainly for the young professionals and and you know, correct me if you, if you would not agree with this, but always, always networking so that the opportunities for advancement, opportunities for new um, job opportunities and career opportunities are, are always present.
1: A hundred, a hundred percent. And I, and I think that, you know, the sentiment really that you're not, you're not um, networking today for an opportunity tomorrow, but you're networking today for a lifelong journey, um, whether it's professional and career advancement, but it's also just, you know, how do you, how do you take root and um, make a difference in your community and make a difference in your industry? And um, I think that uh, it's, it's really important to kind of put on, put on this, uh, the hat of networking all the time, you know, Uh, and wherever you are, there are networking opportunities. And um, yeah, I, I think, I think that I, I know for, for myself, um, I take a look at my career path over over the you know last 10 years, and I, um, I am thankful for networking opportunities that have brought me to the place where I am today from, from 10 years ago. and you just never know the connections that you'll make along the way and um, how they can help advance your career, but also how they can become lifelong, really meaningful. So speak
0: for a minute about, if you would, I don't mean to interrupt you about that journey over the last 10 years. Where did you start before? Where were you before Markins?
1: Yeah. So, um, I, I came, um, I was actually, um, I I grew up in Western mass. I left Western mass and I was uh, living in Philadelphia and I, um, was working in marketing business development consulting. So I, I came back to the area and I continued to do that. Um, and while I was working, I, I, um, picked up a picked up a, a gig serving actually as an executive director for a local nonprofit. And at that time I I uh, met lots of folks in the community, one who happened to be a recruiter um, who I uh, met with. And you know, several years later she connected me with Ben Markins. Um, and I, I I would say, uh, you know, Trisha Canavan, um, she was is now someone who I consider a, a mentor and a friend. And, you know, me, meeting her that time that long ago, I, I never thought that there would be a, a connection or that she would help um, place me in in a career that I would find so valuable, meaningful, um, and life-changing. And so I, that, that's been my journey, uh, was kind of the entree through marketing consulting. And here I am today. Um, and, you know, very... Um, very just appreciative of those experiences and all of the friendships that I've made along the way.
0: And I think that is important when you say the friendships, because you're right, you build those friendships, and you don't know where they're going to lead at some point. There are so many people throughout my career as well that I've reached out to here. Here's another, I think, um, question that I have for you. Um, and, And in my experience is just feeling feeling comfortable reaching out to people who are more seasoned than I am, who may seem as if they're um, too busy to take the time, but if you ask them for it, they will give it to you. Yeah. And and people are open to helping others. So having that candid conversation, if you need to call someone for, for help or advice, and that opens doors
1: and creates a different level of relationship. I I couldn't agree more. There, I have, I have, truly not met somebody who doesn't want to help me. You know, I, I I could, I could name, I could name so many folks who, uh, um, throughout the years who are, have, have just been delighted to be able to extend, um, support, answer a question. And I, and I actually think that if you change the perspective, um, of thinking about asking for help as a gift for the other person, you know, when someone, when someone asks me for my opinion, or if I can help make a connection, or if I can help, um, even, even anecdotally say, Oh, how are you thinking about this? What, what if you were to problem solve in this way? You know, I've had this experience. Um, you know, I, I, I can tell you my, my, um, the best part of my job is being able to help guide my team. And if they if they look to me as an expert and I can help shape or answer their question, it's a gift. They're, them asking for help, them asking for support, it's, it's actually um, a gift for myself. And I think that if you kind of change that perspective, because oftentimes folks are em- embarrassed or, you know, they don't want to ask a, a stupid question or, um, you know, you just kind of keep to yourself. But I, I think that's a really good tip is start by just asking, asking questions, you know, reaching out to folks, making those connections. Um, hey, what, you know, what's your, Here, here's even, uh, what's, you're new to the industry. What's your favorite publication to read? Would you, would you mind sharing your favorite book title? Um, you know, asking those little questions to, to, it's, it's asking for help. It's asking for a connection. It's asking for insight. Um, I, I think it makes the person who's responding, um, feel really invested in in um, the other the other person it's it's um, it's the way to go I really think I really think that's that's how you build connections long-term connections that I the agree there, get.
0: there have been so many times that I've reached out to different business owners or um, leaders in in this area and beyond and and just asked for those um, tips or questions or, Hey, I'm kind of stuck on this problem. Um, is there any advice? i you know, I, I think you're the right person that I could talk to. If you have someone else that you think that I should be reaching out to, um, could you give me a connection for that yeah. person? And it really does help. And then when you're talking with your team, you know, when, when you're open to helping them, it's only building them.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: Their, their confidence, their their confidence in business and themselves and, and what more, you know, how much more empowering is that than to feel, you know, like that this, they can do the job and,
1: um, and that you've helped them. Like mm-hmm. that's,
0: it, it's so powerful. It, it very it,
1: much is. And, and I, and I can just attest to um, coming back to Western mass after, after being gone for a significant amount of time, um, the, the desire to help others and to be connected and to create community and to build, you know, help rise everyone up around us. Um, It's kind of remarkable and it's a really, it's a really special place to be. And I, I look around at, all of the business leaders um, that I that I know in the area, and everybody just really has a heart to serve and a heart to grow. And I, I think that that's maybe the best tip here for um, a, a person who's walking in the door who feels right. like a wallflower. It's and like then, ask for
0: help. Yeah, and, and you know, connections—they if uh, people come into your life when you when you need them to as well. I feel like that when the door. The door opens to people when when you need them, and you don't realize it until maybe they're there. Yeah. Um, and so, op- having the the confidence to maybe you know op- keep that door open and keep that communication open. Um, so, Emily, if um, if people wanted to reach out to you yes. for advice, for help, for feedback, um, for some of those networking tips, or for for you know questions on the markets group, how how could they reach you?
1: Emily at Markins.com, I would be absolutely delighted. I'm on LinkedIn, Markins.com. You can find my contact information on the website. Um, I, it would be, it would be a gift to me uh for, for folks to reach out if they had questions, um, whether it's about what we do or whether it's about um, insight as to they want to get involved and um, where's a good place to do so.
0: That's great. Listen, thank you so much for your time, Emily. We have the opportunity to speak with Emily Leonzik from the Markins Group. I appreciate your time. Um, happy that you could join us for Business Talk. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. This was really fun. And maybe you and I can have lunch sometime.
1: I, I'm going to reach out to you. I'm going to send you an <laughs> email right after this and I'm going to connect with you on that. LinkedIn. And I can't wait to find out all of the commonalities that we share and to Same create here. a lifelong um, uh, professional relationship. Thank you,
0: Emily. Same here.
1: Thank you so much. Have a good day. Thank you.